It's been months, many months since the fat immunity girls mentioned me. Little baby T-Rail is $3 million in debt. Some stuff was coming to the surface for the first time, like the fact that, you know, his his baby mother, yeah, fiance. Shared his room, guys. Used to be selling. You know, that's uh, it's not really up for debate. The bankruptcy, the attempted bankruptcy, he actually tried to file bankruptcy and they wouldn't let him. Uh, the, the prostitution thing, not up for debate. In the last three, four episodes, they've yet to hit 100K. Their viewers, their live viewers, dipping low. You have no vision. You have no ideas. You have nothing. Listen to this handicapped, crippled mother. I saw a clip, a, a clip of this dusty, disgruntled, larping as a rich He's really a broke living off his girl. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Dima Podcast. It's Neela. And it is Adis. What's up, family? Talking. Oh, Niels. Just like mad talking going on back and forth. It's so that. it's a lot going on in the no jumper sphere. It's so funny that we're even talking about this because it's been a really, really long time since we've talked about it. We were on like a nice little tangent of no jumper news because it ranked really high for our videos and we would watch it and it was like really interesting. So we were like, yo, why not talk about it? But then like... It started to get too much, and I was like, I don't want to become a podcast that just talks about, like, no jumper, you know? But I guess, like, I watched a 28-minute rant of Adam22 going in on T-Rell and AD. So T-Rell and AD departed from no jumper because Adam22 was kind of in the background stirring the pot, kind of talking, taking people off a specific podcast, which as a creator of that platform, he could do really whatever he wants, but to talk your employees and to serve and stuff is like a no-go you don't want to do that because you're essentially creating a toxic work environment with the people that help put this platform on a big pedestal you know what i mean so you went on like a 28 minute rant kind of away from ad and more so towards t-rel and was just going in called t-rel a cripple because t-rel has the issue with his arm he got in that car accident talk about like everything heather saying his girl used to sell her body bro the cr- kid bro their kid everything bro and i was like the nuts on adam now like he's letting it hang and like you know that t-rell is affiliated right like <laughs> he's not a gang member right and like they're way past that life bro but there are people that love ad and t-rell and will like you're in la bro that's like where they're from so are you not scared about like if I was him and I'm saying this crazy shit, knowing that my like business and everything is like right in the open and they know exactly where your spot is like what is going on? Yeah, I went I almost wonder if like Adam does this type of shit purpose like when he really needs to go. You know how like every now and then even celebrities do this they'll have like a a moment of like just extreme where like someone does they just to get out on the out the news yeah, media outlets yeah, yeah. and like to for their name to pop up it's kind of like having to 
you know, uh, reclimb up to the top again because you just kind of like you become just very stagnant. Um, maybe he, this is his like approach and theory on how to like stay relevant. I don't know because I was thinking the same thing. This seems like a trend with Adam where he'll go through these like waves of like you're cool with somebody, they're on your platform, then they leave, then you're like throwing, you know, like fighting words out there and you're trying to start. And, and, and the thing is, like, I don't know if it's just all across the board staged. Probably not. But, you know, just like your mind goes in so many different directions or like if he's so protected in a sense where he can care less and like he can say whatever he wants to these people because he's talked about a lot of people who's loved his platform. And then it's always a matter of if they go off and branch off and do their own podcast, then obviously there's always going to be tension and he's always going to say something about it because it's like, you know, I put you on first, blah, blah, blah. But like it seems like such a trend with him. I think it is. I think you nailed it, Niels, because I'm seeing this trend with Adam where the views of No Jumper are definitely down. Like they're now in the 20,000, 30,000 view range where before they're in the 500,000, 600, 1 million, et cetera. Some of their um, interviews now still do really well, but like they're on a downward trajectory when it comes to views. And like Adam is a smart businessman, right? He always has said like, I don't have to do this No Jumper. I created it to what it is today. I'm doing porn. I'm doing all of these other things in the industry. Like, I don't have to do this, right? And it was just so interesting to see. Every so often, he'll do something ludicrous, bruh. <laughs> like, crazy. Like, he ha he let his wife do the porn scene with the other dude, right? And that was, like, crazy. But he put it on thick. He made podcasts about it, interviews about it. Like, he blew that up, right? And then his... Channel. Like one thing about him, he's going to make an opportunity out of it. Yes, bro. That's and his wild. channel blew up. It's like Kanye, right? Kanye knew that it didn't matter what he was doing out in the like ether of, you know, this industry. As long as his name was trending, mm -hmm. it didn't matter. His brand was trending. Something Adam that I'm the same thing. Something it almost feels like a an approach similar to Andrew Tate where what I'm learning in this industry is you have to be extreme to one side of something or another in order to really gain an audience of that side, despite what side that is. If it's like, in a, like for Andrew Tate, for example, when he blew up to begin with, he was well seen. In my opinion, I knew him as just like a misogynist, like woman doesn't matter. Let me teach you how to be a pimp player hustler. Right. And then like you watch his recent interview and it's like a whole different vibe. But like, I feel like that's, the level you need to take it to to a one-side extreme to really grasp the attention of like the media and then when you have that base you can essentially maneuver it to whatever direction you want to kind of gain that love and respect back because no lie I came on this podcast and I talked about Andrew Tate in the beginning about how like I just don't align and I still don't align with a lot of his his um mentality when it comes to women as a whole but you know he makes good points and and, like and what though what, like do you mean? what don't you align with? Do you have like a um well okay, so recently he did the Pierce Morgan yeah. uh interview and yeah. I watched the whole thing and it was insane. I learned so much from him, yeah. you know, and and like I said, he I think he has good points and I think he's just very extreme and passionate when he talks. And there are certain things that he still believes that like, you know, when it comes to women, like their duty is to just be a wife and like be at home and like the man should take care of them, I blah, blah, blah. But he also does touch on the fact that if they want to work, they can work, blah, blah, blah. And so like, I think he's always very one-sided when it comes to the role of a man and woman. And I think it, there, it could somewhat be a gray area, a gray area right? Yeah. And so I think, again, he receives
leave that that um, audience. And then again, with this Hustlers University, like, you know, reaching out to the male perspective of like what it means to be a man and like how to like encourage men to be stronger men and stuff like that. Um, so then he like flipped the script and like used his platform for that. Right. That's why I, and so I yeah. feel like, yeah, you know, it has to be some sort of extreme and maybe that's Adam too. It's like always, because what I've noticed about Adam on No Jumper, and I've said this before, when he brings people to his podcast or the way he talks in interviews or hosts people, he's always asking those questions, the questions that people like want to hear or things specifically to get that, that, um, that, what is it called? Press, not even press. What's like that? I'm like literally blanking out right now. The like a, the attention. Yeah, the attention. Yeah. Like you want the um. The clicks, the views. Clout, yeah, clout, clout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know, he'll always ask that to like gain the clout of like whatever. Like for example, when it comes to other celebrities, like you hooked up with a celebrity, but we'll tell him like you know he's really good at like bringing that out. And so like sometimes it's necessary, but then when it comes to this, it's probably just like taking it too far. The reason why I asked you about the Andrew Tate stuff is because I wondered if you did see the stuff in the beginning of his career. I did because he was going in like he was calling he was. women. Like it was satire though. It was like satirical in nature, like comedy, but he was like tell that b where to get in the kitchen like yeah. stuff like that and people would be like what and now see he, that click? But yeah he, changed, it he changed his narrative now around like no no what i meant and even pierce called him out on so certain tweets on like well you said the this and this and he's like well i was sarcastic well, okay. Yeah. I mean, and now I'm going, and because he's like on my algorithm more, I'm seeing a lot of previous videos too. And it's like, well, I taught pretty girls how to get money and use the platform, but I don't believe that was always the case. Yeah. And it's like, the, to your point, you have to be on one extreme side. Like he, Andrew used the red pill community to like gain his clout. Now he's like venturing off and, you know, talking about politics, talking about a lot of these other things and having conversations with people like Pierce. And it's the same thing of like what Adam did too. And trying to understand the difficulty of gaining an audience, like a cult. I'm realizing now more than ever, the amount of pure talent in in a sort of like a way of captivating audiences attention is so difficult even on youtube and these other streaming platforms like for us right we have like uh half of a thousand uh subscribers right a, a, a buttload of them like we see it in the comments right maybe there's like 10 or 15 that would comment religiously on our stuff right jabril being one of them yeah right? shout out jabril and we love little you. mixer being another one yeah, right yeah, yeah. so like to have that sort of clout in maintaining that like cult following is so difficult. And Adam talked about this in that 28 minute crazy rant, which bruh, I don't know how he's not scared of getting his peeled back. You feel me? <laughs> but I mean, it is what it is. But if you let your thing, you let, I'm just like still lost with that whole thing. Right. Cause the rant is insane. If you guys haven't watched it, I'll link it down below. But like he talked about within that, like when they departed, right? When AD and uh, T-Rell departed from uh, No Jumper and they created Fignunity, their views were at an all-time high. That was because they had that like momentum of like, we just left No Jumper, now like come to the real circle, like the real players, you feel me? Which they are, right? And then they went there and then they're doing the podcast every day. They would like regurgitate no jumper stuff, right? And then Adam also said that he was like, you're just like a channel that talks about what we're doing. While I'm the inventor and the creator of all these other things, you guys just talk about me 
And now even with that, your views are now falling in the 15Ks, 30Ks where they were once like 500,000, 600,000. So like the ability to maintain relevancy and like creating new content is also super slept on, bro. Like you and I had to sit in the studio and be like, all right, what other ways can we connect with our audience? Let's do solo episodes, right? Where maybe the uh, viewership will gravitate towards what Neil has to say when she just talks her or what Adi says when he talks his 15 minutes, right? And then sometimes we'll talk about relevant topics like this. On so other times we'll talk about like um, introspective questions, which we love, right? Which is our hub of what this podcast is about. And like seeing the numbers game, like Adam knows something. He found out the formula to get people's attention. Right now he made a reality show about 10 or 15 dudes in one house, it's a reality TV show, Nila, uh -huh. on No Jumper, okay? okay? Wallahi if I'm lying. And whoever is the winner of this contestant gets to sleep with his wife with him. Wow. I mean, they're porn stars, so it makes <laughs> I know, sense. but like that's But wild. it's like, bro, what are you doing? And it's like... But you know what it is. But his views, you know what? I know, well, you know oh why? Because God. you know what sells. It's just yeah. like people are so... Um, entertained and like they always navigate to drama, sex, um, drugs. Like that's the type that people want to see sadly and, and always engage with. And no lie, Jumper, no Jumper's podcast trends more towards the raunchy side, in my opinion, based off of their conversations or guests, things like that. And it works for their platform. And I feel like within that realm speaks its own version of drama that comes with it. And it's like, you know, if it works and it sticks, why not? But I think, yeah, it, it's a really, and I, it almost feels like it's acting in a sense where you have to turn on this character when you're in front of the camera, whether it's in natural content creation or blogging or like a day in the life, like you have to get into that version of what the people want to see. Honestly, that's how it works. It's how it works. And we all know it. It's like, you see people get in character when they're even for me on the makeup side, doing their makeup, like you know, they, it's not as authentic as people make it seem, but it's also because a lot of the people behind this are studying, you know, the science behind what the audience navigates towards. And it is a lot of that high energy drama related talk to each other. And, and probably what T. Rowland 80s podcast first popping off the, the way that it did was a lot of people probably went towards that to see what type they talk about no jumper and like Adam and like why they did what they did. Like people want to know the tea. And so they're going to, and then now after it's died down a little bit, their views has dropped because it's at the end of the day, it's still just another discussion on another podcast, you know, like it's, there's only so much you can do with it without having to do exactly something like this again and hit the extreme so that you can pop off again. And it's like, and it's I, wild how this works. Cause it's like, you would think, you know, what cost? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro, like I, and also sleeping with your wife <laughs> at that cost. But again, to each its own. If that's what if that's what they're about. If that's their lifestyle, I guess. Yeah. Do you you're like way more like suited. It works it, for them. Yeah, because like your boy would have a lot of issues going on, bro. I could yeah. never They're but, but they're like in that industry. They're so in that they're industry, like comfortable. Yeah. You know, so it's like I commend them and especially I like, don't. Like But like whatever works for you. No, what I'm saying is like Adam's side, it's like, bro, if you're that comfortable in your own skin to let that happen, I'm like, either you have no emotions, bro, or you just don't care. But whatever, that's like a whole another story. But like to see him try to figure out like he also talked about this in another uh, podcast years ago when he had like a shaved head, bald head. He like went into BMXing and he made a BMX blog and then that kind of did a little well. And then 
was the next step was the no jumper brand and then that kind of blew up but it was him always trying to figure out what worked like i don't even know if bruh even loves hip-hop i i shouldn't say that because he he runs a hip-hop channel so i'm sure he does but he did say that like you know i grew up on like a different sort of like music genre like what i liked i was a bmxer etc so like he tried to figure it out until it worked. And I know AD and T-Row will figure it out until it works too. But, like, you could get drawn in onto this, like, let's talk about this drama that we have going on. So now that the the whole T-Row seems like they made a video, a response to it. But it was more so, like, wipe my hands clean. I'm just going to say this right here. Dead this shit right here. Whereas, like, Adam is on his IG making stories like doing trying to really elevate like, his platform by pushing the out. or maybe yeah like really throw jabs i think relevancy is just something that is is so addicting and like i even see it in celebrities within the a-list realm like i think you you see actors and actresses are singers now acting and you know like um songwriters like fashion joining fashion creating cosmetic lines like it's like this need to always want to take it to the top, however. And also, like, I believe in multiple um, skill sets and, you know, aspirations. As humans, we can have, like, just because you're a singer doesn't mean you can't be into fashion. But, you know, you see them venturing off and trying these new um, just journeys. And, and it's also probably has a lot to do with just maintaining, you know, top tier and, like, staying relevant in the industry. Because, after one movie, two movie, three albums, four albums, there's always going to be a new movie with new actors and actresses, new albums with new artists. You know, like it's always, there's always something. So it's like that industry is actually very, very, uh, it's challenging to stay to stay in the top. It's like similar to like child actors and stuff. I mm -hmm. always feel like there should be a slow progress, like to, you know, like a, a healthy you know, height, but not this like skyrocket where you become big fast. And then, that happens a lot in the influencing space. Exactly. The and content creation space. Yeah. You're like addicted to it. And it gets know? messy. It mm -hmm. gets messy. And then you have like, you know, when you're working with people and you have a podcast together and they venture off and have their own, of course, there's going to be drama. Of course, it's inevitable to avoid it, you know, yeah, 100%. And I think like to maintain that it's like a drug. It literally is. I it mean, is. social media and clout is a drug. It like, is dude. seeing those likes on your pictures and stuff. You, relevancy like, even you're po like so when you're posting on ig right you're posting for others to see it or else if not you just keep a private ig when nobody follow you right yeah. because you're posting for yourself it's like a blog but you're not no you're, you're posting it we're posting this views. video it's all for, for the views, the views yeah, for the people to consume it and hopefully like it so just that that formula right there shows me that the end is probably not a healthy thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it also depends on the person and how they handle it. I think a lot of these creators start off really, really young and then hit the peak so quick that, like, don't know kind of where to go from there, you know? So it's like it can get challenging and, like, messy, but if handled appropriately and, like, through patience and, like, just trust the process, I think that it'll always sustain. And, like, the why has to be there. Like, mm -hmm. the reason why you're doing it should not be for the, to garner the attention. That should be a byproduct of what you're doing. Like, for us, yeah. it was like, let's produce this content that we can look back on when we're old and, like, wrinkly and be like, wow, like, that's where we were then. Look at where we are now. And then bridging the gap of, like, our introspective stuff on the podcast, like, 
questions that we ask ourselves people want to ask like mm-hmm. that is what we want to do instead of just like let's make a podcast and talk about no jumper talk about no jumper <laughs> get hella views and clicks become millionaires like yeah. there needs to be a solid why so it's also interesting re- you know? yeah it's interesting for me at least to be part of this in between like i was from an era where social media didn't exist at all and then are very 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 limited and i'm talking about AOL like that was probably the only when we had sidekicks and people just had aims. That was our form of communication besides like um, emails and text messages on Blackberries, BBMs. But um, then we had this new era of social media being introduced. And so I, I've seen the change in just lifestyle and what it is today is so scary. Oh, my God. Um, you know, I was in the seventh grade when MySpace came out and I remember creating my first MySpace account, like all these things. And so, like, I've been there before and now and it's a nice transition to, to be a part of to see kind of what it's creating. It's wild. We should have became engineers the way we were coding. Fully coding on our MySpaces. Like, absolutely. I used to pay people to do that for me. HTTPS, la, 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 la. Make, and then the, yeah. the music player would yeah. come over here or be hidden. And oh, my God. Bro, it was like, back. But it wasn't even, like, on our phone. We'd have to log into the computer. I had to go to the Lost library. Settings. I would go to the library and use the computer, pay to use the computer for an hour, and then, like, be on MySpace. Yeah. Wild. Crazy, Niels. Where can they find us? <laughs> YouTube.com slash The Demo Podcast. TDP. We out. We out.